Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Lepondra looking to get side of Bond. Lepondra away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Wasn't 3-1 Reading today, but it was 3-2 Reading. Three points in South Wales. And welcome to another episode of Elm Park Royals. Been joined by Matt Lansley and Dave Stevens. Dave, how are we doing this morning? I don't know. Good way to start the day. Feeling pretty good right now. And Matt, three more points in, in Wales. Can we play there every week? Yeah, <laughs> you'd uh, you'd be asking that question after the game. I'm not sure you'd uh, ask that question before the game with our record against Swansea, but it's nice to get that duck, uh, that that monkey off the shoulder with uh, that that win. It's uh, well overdue, I think, against Swansea. First ever win at the Swansea.com Stadium, uh, I believe. And what was it? First win in 20 years or something like that against Swansea away from home. So, yeah, lovely to lovely to pick up three more points, Dave. Before the game. Three changes to the lineup. Liam Moore, Ovi Ajaria, both come out of the side, along with somebody else who. Pushkas didn't start. Thank you, George Pushkas. Yeah. And I should have remembered that because Andy Carroll came in and had a fantastic game. Uh, Tom Holmes also came in and Alan Halilovic. Liam Moore was the subject of, I would say, a lot of online chat this week as to whether he would start. Were you pleased? Were you in the pleased to see him not starting or the not that bothered camp? Uh, I, I was uh, quietly pleased to see him not starting. Um, I, I don't think that our problems can come down to a single player um, being being at fault, but I don't think he's been at his best recently. And I don't think that we are necessarily playing well with him in the side. So I think that uh, seeing him come out, um, I thought it was a bold move by Pauno. Um, I saw Jonathan Lowe had tweeted that, both Ajaria and Moore were left out because of injuries picked up uh, during the week. I think that's a little bit of uh, man management there, covering your your players back. I, I don't think that's true. Um, but uh, not saying Jonathan Lowe's wrong. He's he's reporting what he's told. But I think that's that's Pauno covering for his captain. Uh, I think it was a good move, uh, and I think that the uh, 
the good result uh, wasn't solely down to that, but I think the three changes did make the difference. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time that Lee Moore has been injured when he's been dropped, is it? I, I, no, I don't want to put any put anything out there which is uh, untrue, but it's it's maybe just good timing. Let's put it that way, potentially for him. Um, Matt, we'll go straight into the game because there is a lot of action to talk about in this game. Another early goal conceded. Swansea came out very, very quickly and it only took them three minutes to get on the score sheet. Yeah, I mean, early doors, they they pretty much asserted the high press against us. I mean, I, I presume that's how they've been playing all, all season. I've not really watched many of Swansea's games through the season, but, you know, they're playing such a high line and pressing so high. The one thing you probably wanted from Reading after the week we've kind of had and the just quite, quite frankly dismal performance against Sheffield was was a was a fast start you know or just not not do what they did <laughs> you know and after three minutes we find ourselves just all over the place at the back end Yidom not being able to clear clear the ball off the line into his own net and one nil down it was just like uh, at that point you're just thinking brilliant you know Swansea again taking the lead early we know we've seen this script before you know how many is it going to be um but but yeah, it, it was it was it was a good comeback from there, as we'll touch on. The goal itself, Dave. Um, I think we probably get caught out a little bit too easily with the with the pass through. It seems to be one pass has kind of split, probably four players open, uh, and it's multiple players found themselves out of position. It feels like maybe we were just caught caught napping very very early on. Yeah, definitely. So um, the. Bit of a theme of the day, unfortunately, the defensive organisation. Swansea were finding multiple occasions from this very early stage where um, the right ball through would take out, you know, three, four Reading players. And uh, you can't blame Southwood for this. He came out, did what he could. But, you know, the the man goes round him quite easily, uh, Patterson, I think. And then... um, it looked like Yadam had got back and it all was going to be well, but uh, he was kind of going the wrong direction. So, you know, not not too harsh on him to say that uh, maybe he could have done better, but I don't think it was as, as simple as he was on the line. Why didn't he stop it? But yeah, I think the, the key part is to look at how the chance was created. It was far, far too easy for, for Swansea to, to pick out that pass. And I did just time your answer there, Dave. And I think it was probably a little bit longer than it, the amount of time it took Reading to reply to the opener because less than a minute later, we had actually equalised. Uh, Deli Bashiro, fourth goal of the season. Yeah, and he really he really uh, wanted it. Um, you, could, you could see a bit of fight, which again, I think that's... You love to see a goal. You, you love to see the way we did it. And we'll talk through that in a second. But I think just the fact that we responded in that way is something we haven't seen this season too much, which is, which is very nice. But uh, yeah, the, the, the ball comes out uh, swift, puts a, a wonderful pass out wide to uh, wide left to Bashiru and he cuts inside, uh, leaves two defenders hanging as he did so. And then uh, great finish uh, past Hamer, uh, who uh, we haven't mentioned yet, but uh, yeah, ex Reading boy and, uh, not not a happy day for him to see his old club. No, and I think it was it was quite 
quite incredible really because i don't think i i quite had enough time to to write my my frustration in the epr chat by the point that reading had equalized i think just as i was uh, typing i hate playing swansea i was there saying i love playing swansea it was just the most bonkers 30 seconds really i think that's probably all it all it was you know the highlights probably tonight will probably show it from kickoff it was it was it was incredible but but i mean it's great work from from delhi bashir on 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 the left it's quite interesting because he keeps it all the time pretty much on his right foot i think I'm not sure his his left foot touches it and i mean it's a great finish you might if you're a swansea fan you might be looking at hamer there because it kind of goes through him a little bit but um but no it was just the perfect res- response to the most disastrous of, of starts really so i'm fairly certain that tom lily bashiro and this is something that i always got told by uh, by my granddad when i was growing up to learn how to play football learn to play at both feet because i don't think telly bashiro really uses his left foot does he um and that's uh but you know it did him well today he scored on, he scored on his right foot so that's 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 all that matters there swansea really did come back into the game it was very very end-to-end, I would say, uh, for the first half an hour especially. And they came back and they were pushing for it to, to go back up to 2-1 very quickly. Disallowed goal about 10 minutes later, 15 minutes into the game. And, Matt, we've we've watched it, seen a replay. I don't know. It looks very tight. But Joel Perot scores from five or six yards, I think. Do you reckon yeah. it's offside there? Um, in real time, I thought yes. Um, in real time, I was I was immediately thinking that he's about he's about two yards ahead of the ball there. Um, it looked relatively clear, but then I, I saw a still of it, and it's a lot closer than I actually thought. Um, you can't really see it from the camera angle because it's just the one from the halfway line. Um, but again, it was just a ball ball across. I mean, it's a fantastic ball across from the right. I mean, again, it was it was pretty bad defending really but i mean the the ball across the six yard box it's an easy tap in but um but yeah you might have got a little bit lucky with that one maybe it's one where holmes has left it very very early on i think he's, he's decided well i don't know if he's decided but he hasn't managed to get there and it's gone past him but got a little bit lucky with the decision perhaps and uh fingers crossed we can uh fingers crossed you know holmes isn't going to get caught out too often with those crosses coming across um Looking a little bit further into the first half, we've finally seen it. Dave's been back in this every game. Andy Carroll, any time goal scorer, Dave. Yep. And this is the first game he didn't back it. What's going on? Yeah, I, I started to think it was me. Um, I, I kept saying it was going to happen. It didn't happen. Uh, so I kept quiet this uh, this week, and uh, and here we are. Uh, we saw when, when Carroll was announced, there were a few people that said uh you know is are we getting like andy carroll or are we getting andy carroll now you know how's he gonna do and one of the most popular um responses i saw was people saying you know this is andy carroll in the championship you know that's a different different uh, matter and i think that we we saw that today the the touch from hilalovic uh, back to drink water who sees the run great ball forward and uh carol just takes over he's running he's running for a second i thought he'd waited too long because two defenders get back but he manages to to clip it around i think it takes a slight deflection and and in at the hamer's near post before he can get there that was the type of goal that was a proper center forwards goal that was i i, I enjoyed that i haven't seen one from from us for for a little while so um yeah i mean there he is big ac as we're as we're calling him uh, ne- never call him by his full name right 
Never. And I mean, the celebration, Matt. I was a big fan of the celebration with the uh, with the corner flag rowboat celebration or rowing machine celebration. Um, not quite sure on the meaning of it. I, I kind of took it to mean you know the match fitness, but uh, maybe maybe it was something else. We, maybe we'll hear from Andy Carroll at some point, and then he'll he'll come out and explain that one. But uh, love the celebration, Matt. Yeah, I like. I don't think the Swansea fans particularly enjoyed it. <laughs> got, got got quite a few boos whilst they were doing it. Um, well, on a time. point of the Swansea fans, sorry to jump in, but on a point of the Swansea fans, how nice is it to have a striker which other teams don't like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, I mean, it means that they're good, right? The the problem we've had for so long, no one gets mad at a lot of our forward options because they're not worried about them. They're uh, the man Andy Carroll because he uh, he's causing them problems. He scored a goal and then he's had the audacity before half time after going narrowly two one up to uh, to do that celebration. I mean, it, it's it was just it it was kind of what what the day was like though for for, for Carroll, wasn't it? I mean, he just bullied. He just bullied the back line, like, and I mean, to be fair, the ball from Drinkwater to to Carroll, it was on all games. The, the Swansea defenders were pretty much sitting on the halfway line, if not inside our halfway line, the entire game. You know, it it, it was it was probably crying. Well, if if you've got you know someone the like of Vardy, you know that speedster that can get in behind a quick winger that can do that, you know, Mo Barrow, Yako, Mate, or someone, you know, from 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 previous years, you know, that they're, they're the kind of players that you'd want in that situation. But we've not really got anyone to run that even Puskas really because he's not really the quickest you know over 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 half you know um but the fact that even Andy Carroll was able to you know latch onto a long ball over the top and I I mean it's part of it is down to the quality that he brings I mean his first touch you'll watch it and he just kills it just absolutely dead it was like watching over Jaria in a six foot five shell with a northern twang you know it was <laughs> it was quite quite incredible really um, and then the finish on his left but yeah it's it, like like you say I mean we've only got him till what's it mid-January I think but I think we just need to use use and abuse him as much as we can because no team is going to like playing against him and you know, if if Reading do want to sign him up for the rest of the season, might not be a bad idea. FFP like that, I think. Yeah, I think I, I think as long as F, FFP allows, I think we should caveat that with. I think every 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 statement we make on this podcast comes with the caveat of if, if FFP allows. But if FFP allows, I'm going to move on and talk about the second half. Um, we conceded another goal just after the start of a half, Dave. We did it in the first half. In the second half, Swansea came out and they looked very, very threatening straight away, pretty much. And it didn't take them long to, to find the equaliser. Yeah, I think the, the key piece here is that, I mean, we said it beforehand or just as the game finished, like Swansea weren't poor today. We didn't catch them on an off day. They They were very good. And I think that the halftime team talk was probably, don't worry about it. Uh, we're on top here. Uh, we've got the possession. We're, we're making chances. We know we can get through. Keep pushing. And they came out all guns blazing that second half. And I think we're looking at maybe uh, three minutes into the second half, if I remember rightly. Um, the ball, ball comes forward a few times. It gets knocked back. We're, we're just not clearing our lines. And then... 
another one comes in and Tom Holmes heads it out and it's it's not a particularly good defensive header. It kind of just drops just outside our box. Um, or it would have if uh, uh, who was it that scored? Um, Ryan Manning. Manning, that's it. Thank you. Uh, Manning volleys it into the back of the net, uh, unless I missed a bounce. But um, Southwood, no chance with it. It was a, it was a very well taken goal. To be fair to them, but um, kind of when you're when you're learning to be a centre back, uh, you don't quite get told to put it right outside your your own box when you head it away right it's it's not the not not tom holmes fault in in um isolation because uh, we should have cleared our lines like four times before then but uh it, it fell kindly for the striker or he wasn't a striker was he, he who knows i that's the other thing i'll say about swansea as well they were just playing all over the pitch um we- you had Norton a lot of the time coming up and almost playing striker. It was it, like it, it was their centre back. It was really, really fast paced, fast flowing. You know, attacking football. It's kind of I think what every fan kind of wants to wants to try and um, uh, see. You know, wh- wh- when they're going to watch a football game, it was just it, it was just lucky. I think that you know we 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 were able to or not lucky, but you know it was great that we were able to to come out and obviously beat a team that was playing playing that way yeah i think it's you know not dissimilar to how we played against fulham right fulham were very much a case of you know they're, they're a very good footballing team and that's the second time now we played a very good footballing team and whilst we might not have played them off the park and had 60 percent possession or anything like that we have actually managed to batten down the hatches and although there was a lot of chances and a lot of i guess a lot of shots for swansea I don't know. In the second half, maybe I don't. I don't think that they were that many big chances, Matt. Um, I know we we haven't quite got there yet, um, and we'll come on to them. But I don't think they had that many big chances, especially up outside of a few goal mouth scrambles. Yeah, and I think a few of those scrambles came from long shots anyway. So I mean, they were pretty trigger happy from from you know twenty twenty five yards. To be fair, um, it was a bit bit old school really watching the game wasn't it just end-to-end long shots firing in from left right and center you know for for a, for a type of style that they were playing you know it, it often resorted in long shots from the edge of the box but i think you you, you got to credit i guess yeah, reading for that in in one sense because it's you know we were still they did shut down that. they shut down the inside of the penalty area relatively well i think um Although, yeah, as as you said, there was a lot of long shots, and they did end up. They some of them ended up coming like back into the area. There was definitely a sense of most of the shots that we conceded this in the game were from outside the area. So I'm not. It doesn't feel like we were ever kind of like at a point where we were relying on Southwood, who did. Although saying that he had a very good game, we were never relying on him to make incredible saves from from six yards or anything. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going straight back to the 50th minute or so, Tom Denny Bashiru, Matt, seems to be a player who is just not a fan of conceding goals because <laughs> it took him, what, 40 seconds? He picks the ball up, um, picks the ball up, hits the post, maybe 40 seconds after Swansea have scored. After the first half's response, when he scored 40 seconds after um, the Swansea opener, and he almost manages to put us straight back into the lead, doesn't, hits the post, but Danny Drinkwater is there and manages to put us back into the lead to go up 3-2. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time I think you, you could say that you've seen two goals in the same game come so soon after the previous team um, scoring? It was just it was just baffling. It was weird. Like you say, Delhi Bashiri must have something against conceding goals. Um, it just, yeah, it wasn't... It was refreshing to see, actually, I, I, I have to say, because it was like, you know, there's not many times we've come back like that. Or, well, we'd perceive that there's not many times we've come back like that. I can't... It usually goes against us. It's but today, I think, Glenn, I think Glenn Little mentioned a game which was back in I want to say it was like oh four oh five against Brighton at home when there was a goal in the second minute and then the third minute, and that was that was pretty like pretty crazy. Mm. But today it was third minute, fourth minute, forty nine minute, fifty minute. It was very very like bang bang kind of stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it it, it just encapsulated the game though, didn't it? Just with how how end to end it was. Um, I mean. Every goal taken very well. I mean, it wasn't an easy chance for um, Drinkwater to take as well, which we haven't really given him the credit for the finish. I mean, he he controls it very well again. Swansea might be looking at Hamer because I think it goes through his legs um, anyway. But I mean, it's it's a it's still a great take from from Drinkwater. Ball ball bubbling and and yeah. Once a royal, always a royal. Thank you, Ben Hamer. Um, <laughs> on the subject of Danny Drinkwater, potentially could have been sent off. Um, Maybe a little lucky to stay on the field, I think, by the end of the game. He did get booked uh, sometime during the second half, maybe 65, 70 minutes into the second half. Do you think he was lucky to stay on the field, Matt? Because there was definitely a few kind of niggly fouls towards the end of the game. Yeah, and I think with the amount of the amount of fouls he committed, I think in the first half, the first half he had three or four, to be fair. He finally got his yellow card towards the end. Um, I know we're kind of bringing it down after his, after his goal, but I mean, I, there was one... I think it was almost as added time came up or it was maybe just before when he just did a cynical, you know, tactical foul. And he was probably lucky the fact that um, Swansea took the free kick so quickly afterwards because they got straight back up, took it and and drink water, got away with it, really, you know. Um, There's one one thing to say about drink water and Carol is that they're both, they're both just basically, they're both just shithouses, aren't they? Yeah, like let's be honest, Carol did. Carol um, got booked as well in the second half, and it, it very much looked like I, I think it was a foul pretty much for dissent against the referee, as far as I could tell. Um, yeah, you, the- you used to see this back in you know nineties, two thousands, like your, your striker or 
or your experienced midfielder would be in the referee's ear, like, hey, give me that, give me that, hey, or oh, you've got to give us that. And it, it, you don't love to see it when it's not your team, but it's kind of necessary because I feel like most teams have someone who's in the referee's ear. And I think we haven't had that for a while. We, we've uh, we've had people that just maybe they'll be like, oh, ref, what are you doing? But they're not talking to the ref the whole way through. And I feel like Andy Carroll and, and Drinkwater are just constantly giving it some to the referee, just like asking what are you doing. You know? Without being without being too harsh against them, they're kind of dickheads on the field, aren't they? And there's nothing against them. I'm, great, I'm very grateful to have them on the field when they're like that. But for our team, you would hate to play against them, either of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the like, second, uh, it's yeah. like having Warnock as your manager. Like, you, you hate him unless he's your own, you know? So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm not attacking their character by agreeing with you, but I think that it it's it's a side of the game that exists and we're lacking uh, with that until they're here. Yeah. The second half, we have touched on it, Matt. Um, the goal man scrambles... Well, just there's two major ones I think which we can we can just kind of touch on. Southwood was top notch once again with his saves. Um, the first goal mouth scramble makes a very very good save from don't know this one's he played but he makes a good save from about eight or nine yards from a shot on the left hand side, pushes it back out into the area where there is a goal mouth scramble, and then he ends up making another save and catching the ball about eight to ten seconds later. Um, were we lucky that Swansea didn't manage to score the equaliser and bring it back to 3-3? I think in a game that was open as it was, I think, you know, I think you might say that we were, you know, lucky because it's, you know, it was so end-to-end Swansea. They were having shots a lot from the outside of the box that, you know, then almost created the goalmouth scrambles that that then ensued after. But, like, you know, it, it, it was a very, it was a game that you didn't want sit or didn't want to be sitting on a one goal lead you know because the way the way Swansea were playing the way they were pressing how high they were pressing I mean you know there were times when we were literally just camped in our half there's I don't think there's any getting around that um but but it but it worked you know and that that's all you can really ask for at the end of the day it, and I think Southwood had a very very good game you know he he made some some vital vital stops but like you say, they weren't they weren't like one on one kind of kind of saves. They were just very. Sorry, I think my mic just cut out there. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, it was it was just very yeah. Uh, like, I, I, yeah, I think Southwood. Yeah. Uh, one thing on Southwood, I will say, is if we get to January, Dave. And Southwood is, I mean, he is number one now, isn't he? Let's be honest. There is no, there's no argument here. Um, what is the, I guess, what is the situation with Raphael? Do you ship him out in January if you get the chance to and promote a youngster up from, I know two, at least two of the keepers are out on loan currently, but do you promote one of them and put them on the bench for the rest of the season if you get the chance to? Particularly if the difference between shipping Raphael out is then losing Andy Carroll. Right. I think, you know, I don't know if anyone's mentioned FFP recently, but uh, we, we, we've we got this business plan. We've got this uh, strict operating um, parameters that we're under. Um, 
Raphael came in on a free, so I presume that we made up the difference with wages and, and who knows what else. So if someone wants him or he wants to go or whatever else, yeah, I, I don't see um, barring an injury to Southwood, which I dread because um, he's he's been the standout story of the season for me. He's been fantastic. Um, barring something like that happening, Raphael's not playing again um, for us. So, yeah, someone comes in and wants him. Yeah, well, hopefully he doesn't go beating up any whiteboards, right? Um, he, I'll tell you what, when he got that knock uh, halfway through the second half where he uh, he went down for a bit, uh, it looked like he'd been whacked in the ribs. I got a little nervous, but he, tough as nails, that boy. He up, up again. Luke, Luke Southwood knows how to get into the wars, doesn't he? Yeah. Kicking the ribs today. He's had one in the face, or two in the face, I two think, this face. season. He, um, yeah, he, he definitely knows how to kind of like put his put his body on the line for the club, doesn't he? Uh, tough as nails though he, he always gets back up he's always back next game so he'll be fine um but yeah I, to your point if it means that we then can extend Andy Carroll's stay uh because we've got Raphael off the books you snap it up um I, th- I think we've talked about it at length before but anyone who's potentially a high earner and if they're not critical to our success right now time to go it's time to go as the meme goes. Um, Matt, there was one more scary moment with Baba Rahman, who, uh, just to touch on him briefly, I wasn't that impressed with him today, in all honesty. I think defensively, he did, especially in the first half, he got cut cut quite a lot, and then Swansea really were targeting him a lot in the first half. Yeah, I think I think both fullbacks had, had a tough day, I think, anyway. I think Yedon was very good going forwards, but defensively i think because a lot came came through came through the wide positions partly because it's how you know swansea were playing they were shifting it wide playing it flat playing it back playing it in um but yeah both both had a tough tough time defensively today but giving roman some credit the goalmouth scramble where he is down on the floor and i need to clear the ball the message that we got from from you lansley was i thought he'd just put that in his own net <laughs> actually, yeah, I'd uh, actually I'd kind of forgotten about that goal, 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 goal scramble. Yeah, no, it was it was it was it it was an odd one because he's he's looking towards his own his own goal. He kind of pivots his body around. It looks like he's almost facing his own goal, but he sometimes or he's somehow able to skew the ball out outright. I don't know if he miscued it, but I mean it was it was crucial because there was a Swansea player waiting waiting right there, really just to tap in at the far post. It was, um, but yeah, how it, how he keeps it out out of his own goal there, it was. He was good when he needed to be there. That that's all that matters, I think, for for Rahman today. And the last couple of minutes, Dave. To be honest, it almost felt like we were the more likely team to score. Um, Carroll didn't get ninety minutes. Postcast had come on by this point, and uh, between him and I think it was Delhi Bashiru, we won a free kick with about four or five minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and only one man is going to take that free kick, obviously, John Swift. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, um, not to score. Very unfortunate the score. So um, with the with the way it it went, I thought for a second we were gonna have that little fairy tale ending. We just put the game to bed. We get to celebrate. No more heart and mouth for the last few minutes. And uh, he he got he got it on target. Um, keeper probably should save it, but he flaps a little bit, um, pushes it over the bar, does what you need to do, um, and and out for a corner. But you know. 
Swift did what he needed to do. It was a shot on target, and uh, and it would have been uh, a, a wonderful way to, to end the game, that's for sure. And then once we did get into injury time, Josh Laurent, sometimes I will say he has had some critics this season, definitely. But the injury time performance, the four minutes from him then, best four minutes I've seen all season from, uh, maybe not all season, but that might be a bit over-exaggeration in the moment, but very good four minutes from him. The 60-yard run towards the corner was fantastic. The, the pass back out, I'll, I'll kind of gloss over, but the 60-yard run into the corner to waste what was probably 30 seconds of injury time was brilliant, followed by a fantastic tackle from him as well. Um in our own half to win the ball back and set up another break. And Matt, one of the things that I, I think a lot of fans have complained about in this, you know, in, in this kind of poorer run for Reading has been that Reading don't have much fight and they don't have much character or spirit. Um, and I feel like that second half, especially, really kind of epitomised the fact that there probably is quite a lot of fight in this squad. Yeah, and I think to be fair, with the amount of loans we've got, people will always come back and question that. You know, when you get a loss, um, it's the way it always is when you've got players like that, when you've got players on one-year contracts coming up with contracts expiring. But I think it's a performance like like today that should reinstill a bit of confidence, I think, for the fans that, that this that the team is all is all together, um, you know, is is there fighting for the same cause. You know, I think it's it's refreshing. And maybe that was what Carol's celebration was about. Who knows? You know, it's ev- everyone celebrating together and all in it together. You know, I mean, it's it, sh- it should, I hope, bring back some confidence to fans. I mean, a week is a long time in football. We might be cursing what we've said this week and uh, hammering their uh, their work ethic next week. I'm sure there will be people that will do that anyway, like I say. But yeah, hopefully it does does reinstill a bit of confidence because it, 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 it was a great performance, you know, I think defensively to, to hold out Swansea, the pressure they were under and to just see see that out. Hopefully not an omen, but the uh, the rubbish truck has just arrived right next to me here. So if you can hear that, I apologise. But I uh, had to jump in and just say, like, so um, it was shared with me the, the the caption that Andy Carroll had used for his picture of his rowing celebration. It's all in the same boat. And, you know, I think what this all results to for me is just, okay, so they're capable of having that mentality. They're capable of working together and saying, we're all in this together. I think what I need to see is a few more games where they demonstrate it like they did today. If they if they act like they did, especially second half today, or even first half after you know coming back after that first goal went in, um, then we'll we'll be all right. But what we haven't seen against Sheffield United, what we haven't seen at times against Forest as well, is any any indication of that on the pitch. So if this is uh, where we where we come. Uh, come back into how we should be and this is the start of the new mentality for the rest of the season fantastic but i won't get carried away just yet but i did like the celebration no one's hopefully no one's gonna get carried away but next week massive massive game against whole city they have one four in a row i'm not gonna get too carried away that we're gonna go away and just you know play hull off the park or anything matt but uh it is a huge game next week because if we do beat hull it's one more team in between us and the relegation zone. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And like like you say, Hull, they've kind of been on a bit of a resurgence of late. I think Honeyman as well, the captain's been, been playing incredibly, scoring goals for them. Um, but it's one which, when, when you're down there, you're looking at the teams around you and you 
look at the teams you anticipate to be there or in and around you know relegation at the end at the end of the year it's a game you've got to win especially at home you know it's it's you never want to tarnish games with must wins you know in in november december time but you know i i think if after today if you draw or even lose next week you know questions will still be there you know you'll have have the critics out questioning the players their attitude Paunovic's tactics you know which you can just put all those to bed with a win you know just just focus on getting that win against Hull like say put another team between between us and the drop zone because we just need to make sure we just get to get to a point of safety as quickly as possible after having the points deduction this year and we will be back during the week Matt Williamson will be hosting a preview of the whole game at some point probably Thursday or Friday Make sure you do tune in for that one. We will be back next weekend with a roundup of the whole game. Fingers crossed for another three points because I really enjoy hosting when we win. It's so much more fun. And uh, yeah, so fingers crossed for another win next week. Great three points today. Cheers for listening. Thank you.